My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Jetpacks are overrated. Welcome to Jetpacks are overrated. I am Seamus Byrne. When Sonos launched the Play Bar in 2013, it was not the first of its kind, but it was certainly the most fascinating product I'd seen at the time. A soundbar, which was a reasonably new idea at the time, that also played music from various streaming media services, something Sonos was still miles ahead on. I was already a fan at that time, so this seemed like the right living room unit for me. A lot has changed in seven years. Wi-Fi standards have actually upgraded twice. Broadband speeds have improved. If you live somewhere that has got access to the good new broadband, and if you don't, well, there's always 4G. And we've moved from the HD Plasma, as the best screen money could buy, to 4K OLED smart TVs with most major streaming services built directly into the TV. Our expectations of home entertainment fidelity have absolutely grown. The Sonos Play Bar has absolutely also kept on delivering a great experience, but it's not capable of keeping up with the newest audio standards people want from a premium living room entertainment experience. And the coolest kid in town right now is definitely Dolby Atmos. So I think that's why Play Bar and its 3.0 Audio setup is saying farewell, and Sonos Arc is stepping into the spotlight with its dazzling 5.0.2 speaker array. So when we think about that core experience, you know, Play Bar was excellent for its era, and locally its price tag was $999, and I think it struggled to stay competitive against growing competition in that category and in that price range. Sonos speakers that are just for audio can almost last a lifetime. And in a way, that's caused its own dramas for Sonos as it transitions to a whole new operating system that many older speakers can't quite keep up with. But when that speaker is under your TV, it really needs to be able to drive exciting home cinema audio. 
And that's where fidelity standards have shifted very quickly in the past few years. The new Sonos TV speaker lineup is a great split across affordability in the more compact Sonos Beam that costs $599, or now the new impressive Sonos Arc at $1399 for a more complete all-in-one experience that can be extended to a truer surround sound and immersive sound arrangement. Now, putting the even the TV stuff aside, we also have to remember that the Sonos Arc is like every other Sonos speaker. Along with out-of-the-box access to Sonos Radio now, it supports Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Switch, uh, Stitcher, not Switcher, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Bandcamp, Calm, Google Play Music, YouTube Music, iHeartRadio, Last.fm, Pandora, Plex, Pocket Casts, SiriusXM, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Tidal, TuneIn, and heaps more. There's like dedicated classical music services galore also available. It's just, I think, sometimes too easy to overlook it when we just sort of say Sonos can play lots of audio services. It plays more than anything else in this style. And so I think that's just something that we need to make as plain as possible. That's a huge part of buying into any Sonos product. I mentioned Arc is going 5.0.2 earlier versus the old Playbar 3.0. For Playbar, we had a six-speaker array with center drivers and angled drivers firing out at angles for left and right channels. The new Arc has eight drivers shooting to the center, those left-right angles, plus more direct kind of side-firing drivers to really expand that spread, plus the new arrivals, two drivers that shoot up into the top of the room to add verticality to the experience, which is essential for delivering the Dolby Atmos experience. You can, of course, then add extra Sonos One speakers for rear channels and a Sonos Sub, and it can all sync up nicely to deliver 7.1.2 channel experience that is really hard to top without wiring up your whole living room like it's a full-fledged home cinema. I mean, think about that. Even a renter can get a dream audio experience without drilling a single hole. And you can use night mode and speech enhancement features to minimize waking the kids or annoying the neighbors. Also not to be overlooked, the Sonos TruePlay experience ensures that the speaker will tune its performance to your specific room environment, whether it's all hard floors and walls or it's carpets and high ceilings. This TruePlay Tuning helps to ensure that you immediately get an amazing sound with almost no fuss at all. I mean, almost? No, there really is. It's not fussy. You use your mobile phone, you hold it up, you walk around a little bit. It's brilliant. Alexa and Google Assistant are also both available on Sonos Arc. If that's your angle on smart home action, you can ask for volume control and other basic interactions or have the speaker play music by just asking. I think that's my favorite way to use this feature, along with all the other features you might expect from the hands-free smart home era. But for me, all it took was one misheard query, and that meant that the movie volume dropped so it could tell us that it didn't understand our request. And so that was it. I It was switched off, and I just don't see having these directly on the home theater speaker is ideal. I use it a lot on my Sonos One speaker in the office 
but I never want to be interrupted in my living room like that ever again. And even having said the word of the name of the Amazon product right here while I'm doing this podcast, I've realized I might have annoyed some of your home uh, home products. I'm desperately trying to not say her name again. So I'm sorry about that if I did. Dolby Atmos, let's get into that. This is the big reason to get your hands on a Sonos Arc. It's the new standard that adds object-based metadata to the audio signal, straight from the cinema to the home, and it requires far more data throughput than previous digital surround sound signals uh, required. To get the audio from the TV to the Sonos Arc, any audio, not just Atmos, if it's attached to the TV, this is how you get it. You go via HDMI instead of the optical port like the Play Bar had. There is still an optical port here. So if your TV isn't ready for the new standards, you can stick with what you've got until you're ready. And that's the big story with the Sonos Arc. It's about being ready and, again, just setting that new baseline. There's a lot about what you're getting here that I think most of us aren't ready for, but that will absolutely be the big feature in any next new TV that you buy. To utilize the HDMI input, you need an HDMI ARC, ARC, which is Audio Return Channel, port on your TV. If there's one of these on your TV, then that sends the signal from the TV itself, uh, as well as any other HDMI port on the TV over HDMI to your speaker system. A lot of TVs over the past probably five years should already have one of these, but you know, obviously the some might not. In my test setup, I've got a 2015 4K Sony TV and it does have ARC on HDMI 1. And having not explored ARC at all before, I spent a lot of time trying to get Dolby Atmos working, but it just wasn't to be. There are some sources that can push Atmos over the original ARC standard, but it's a question of whether it's been designed to deliver Atmos over certain compression standards or not. The two devices I had available to deliver Atmos were an Apple TV and an Xbox One S, but neither would do the deed over ARC. For the no questions asked delivery, you need an eARC port. And that's now appearing on the latest and greatest TVs. Give it a year or two and you can expect this to become more and more of the norm. And then the Sonos Arc you enjoy today will be ready to give you more value when you do make that upgrade. But for me, right now, it meant I could not actually hear all the exciting features like planes flying over your head or other atmospheric sounds in movies that fill the room in new ways. There's even a lot of games that are starting to support uh, Dolby Atmos, which I think is a really cool thing when it comes to how a space that you're moving through in a game is going to actually be filled out. But also, I might have started researching new screens in order to hear what I'm missing as soon as I can. So I might have a new TV very soon. When comparing the Sonos Arc to other shiny new dedicated soundbars, there's one big point of difference that feels like it could turn some buyers off, and that's the single HDMI port, where HDMI ARC or EARC is the connection of choice. We typically find at least one pass-through HDMI port that ensures that the ARC port isn't a wasted channel on the screen. 
Some other soundbars have as many as three ports. One of those that I've seen even does include Dolby Atmos over eARC to expand the capacity of a TV as an extra feature. But I think the one unit that I've seen that has every bell and whistle on it, I think it was an LG or maybe it was a Sennheiser. Uh, every one of those bells and whistles, uh, like that is going to cost you at least $1,000 more than the Sonos Arc. So if you want everything, you're going to have to pay for it. So part of me wonders if this is even a fair argument to bring up because I also did put the question to Sonos during my review period, and their answer is that Sonos is really focused on the simplicity and the ease of use. And so that idea of like an AV receiver kind of light category that some other soundbars are now fulfilling just isn't where Sonos wants to go. I think it's really important that any buyer understands and keeps this in mind when deciding which way you want to go with a new soundbar. Do you want to go with something that does HDMI input with pass-through support and you want it to act a little bit like that kind of receiver and host some extra inputs? Or do you just want it to be that clean and simple unit that delivers the sound perfectly and that's that? I feel like it is a very Sonos decision to stick with the simplest solution to the problem and to ensure that if you, let's say, wall mount this, then you're not going to be dealing with an array of cables pouring out the back. In the long run, I kind of really hope that we start to see dedicated eARC ports on new TVs that isn't just also HDMI 1. But then I've kind of been dreaming manufacturers would step up and put six HDMI ports into uh, the new TVs so that I could fit all my toys in without needing extender boxes. But also that, yes, like us nerds don't represent the norm of one or two consoles and a single set-top box of some kind to deliver all those streaming services or Foxtel. But look, personally, I can't help but feel a little disappointed. I hate the feeling of having one of my four HDMI ports and HDMI one at that displaying this kind of basic art pattern on the screen if I happen to flick to the channel that the Sonos Arc is plugged into. It just feels like a wasted port, even though it's doing a lot of work to deliver great audio uh, I just want it to be kind of even better uh, than that. And I know that it'll keep getting better, of course, over the years, uh, even with EARC coming down with whatever new TV I might get. But I think just that like single pass-through HDMI port would have made me completely and utterly in love with the Arc. But I also know I do already own a six-port HDMI extender, and I do already have those extra Sonos Play One root channels and a Sonos Sub along with other Sonos speakers around the house. So I know what I get when I buy Sonos is a lot more than just the home theater speaker. It's a life full of music from almost any source, anywhere in the home, anytime I want it. And in that sense, for me, there's no other soundbar I'd want in my home. There's a lot more tech inside this unit than any Sonos speaker ever before, and it has upgraded styling in both black and white that fits with the modern era of all of the Sonos speaker range. Everything about it feels ready for the next era in living room entertainment. And even without the Atmos experience out of the box, for me, I know that the Arc delivers a better experience than the Play Bar that I have already had. Just that raw audio upgrade is definitely audible. This is an entirely worthy successor for the Sonos Play Bar, and it does raise the bar so that Sony has a flagship 
home entertainment soundbar that is primed for the 4K era and beyond. If you already own a Play Bar, don't go rushing out to buy until your TV is going to help you get everything out of its latest features. If you already have an EARC TV, it's an exciting time to step up. If you've never pursued audio excellence in your living room and you enjoy a lot of audio even when the TV is switched off, then the Sonos Arc soundbar is the one that you are looking for. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.